You know, there's times in life when you get to experience something for the very first time. And in that moment, they say, you know, you never get another chance to make a first impression. And today, we had one of those moments. We did. And boy, howdy, did it make a first impression. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Welcome to this uh, special edition of the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA. Jared and Al Watch present the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA. (laughs) I'm Jared. That's Ann Ladium. She's Al. Hello. This is a podcast where usually we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga, and we're still going to do that, but it's going to be a little bit different. If you've listened to any of our Jared and I Watch Sailor Moon Crystal episodes, you'll kind of understand the format we're going to go with this week, as we decided to be in the holiday spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, this is totally a holiday movie, because it Sa- is. Santa shows up. It does. At one point. <laughs> Amazingly. You know, there's I mean, snow. There's a lot of snow. It's two days away from Christmas and when this will go up. So yep. what better way to enjoy the holiday season than by watching a holiday anime film? And by that, I mean, let's watch, we watched Sailor Moon S, the movie. <laughs> yes, we did. Also, we watched the original 90s dub. Oh, boy, did we ever. We did. So for clarification, like, I mean, I watched, like, Toonami and stuff, like, when you know, the the original 90s anime dub was around, but, you know, me me being the dumb, like, 9, 10, 11-year-old that I was, oh, I don't want to watch Sailor Moon, it's girly. So, like, I never really had any experience or ever watched the original 90s dub. So. And I'm actually surprised that I didn't have any experience with it, because one of my best friends growing up was really into Sailor Moon, and she watched the dub. And... Like, I even had a revelation recently when I was reading the, like, 90s, 2000, whatever it was, uh, manga version where they were calling them, like, Damien and Serena. I'm like, wait a minute, that's what she called them. Mm-hmm. I never put, like, two and two together. Right. Uh, until now. And I'm like, I, I, it all you makes know, sense. <laughs> I guess now that I'm nearly 30, it's the right time to experience the original Sailor Moon 90s dub. Yeah. So, like, for all the times, like, I, you know, all the, I guess, times I would have had to experience it, I never experienced it. And then, like, when I actually got into Sailor Moon around, like, three, three or four years ago, I was watching the, the Japanese dub, because that was just what originally had just come out and been re-released, and never decided to go look at the original English dub. And the only English dub I've watched is the new English dub. Mm-hmm. So... Prior to this, I'd had literally zero experience watching like an actual full episode of the original dub. I mean, we've seen clips here and there because you, if you've been on the internet, you've probably seen clips of the the nineties dub. Even if you have no experience with it, but watching it like with full context and like in a full episode, or I guess in this case, a movie. Wow, it's an experience. It is an experience. Like, I mean, granted, we have to remember that, like. When they first originally did the dub for this, like it came over in '95 to America, right. and that predates like Toonami and everything by like three or four years. So like this is way before the big anime boom of the late '90s, early 2000s was even a thing. What so, did it even air on? Oh, I think it was like I remember looking this up, but I can't remember it it's where okay, specifically. Don't worry about it. But I mean, I think it did go into syndication pretty quickly after it aired. So, like, it did air on syndication, I think, a little bit afterwards, and then Cartoon Network picked it up and put it on Toonami and all that, and then the rest is history. So, yeah, like, I mean, this the dub first started in 95, so, like, this is, you know, before everything got real big and before anime dubbing was a little bit better in the later 90s than it particularly was in the mid-90s. So, the dub's bad. Let's just be real. It's bad. It's really bad. It's bad. It's super terrible. And, of course, we have, like, a lot of the Americanized names for everything. Except, like, some things. Like, like the the movie-specific characters, they didn't change. Nope. But everything else is predicated on, you know, the earlier Sailor Moon seasons and having the Americanized names. So they didn't change any of that. Basically the same as what the manga did. 
which you've had experience with, where they basically, I think once you get to arc three, they basically just stop localizing names. Yep. So that's something. And just, <laughs> it's, it's so, man, some of this, the, uh, the acting and directing that was in this is just something else. It's bad. Oh boy. That's all there is to it. It's bad. And you got your first experience with the the English version of Moonlight and Setsu. Ugh. <laughs> hot takes here. You think is bad. It's awful. Like the the singer of it just phoned it in, and the lyrics sound awful. And like I am not one who usually knocks dubs and like English versions of songs and everything, but this one's bad. This one's really, really terrible. <laughs> That's going to be the one hot take that's going to get us all the hate mail. I don't know. I mean, like, I'm sure <laughs> you said that people will be mad that we don't like the the original English dub. But, like... Yeah. I mean, a lot of people have nostalgia for it because that was their first experience with Sailor Moon and, and everything. Like, I mean, I have nostalgia for a lot of the shows I watched on Toonami back in, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s. But I've, like, I've gone back and rewatched some of them and I'm like, okay, you know, this dub isn't terrible. It's not great, but, like, it's passable. Like, I understand some of that's just my nostalgia speaking, but, like, it's it's okay. Yeah. It's not like this, but, I mean, hey, if, if I had, if or if either of us had nostalgia for this, maybe it would be a little bit different, or maybe we'd come back to it and be like, oh, man, this is bad. <laughs> I don't know. It's just one of the things. I mean, like, I've rewatched Inuyasha, and there are moments where I'm like, yeah, it's not great, but, like, the dub is not anywhere near as terrible as this dub. Right. Um, But... Gosh, this dub is awful, and that theme song is awful. And like, I've heard the original version of the Japanese theme song, and it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's no Moon Pride, in my opinion, but <laughs> nothing can be Moon Pride. This, ah, it shouldn't see the light of day. Period. <laughs> Bad. Uh, it's like they just took somebody off the side of the road and they're like, do you think you can sing? And they're like, I don't know, maybe. And they're like, all right, you're hired. We'll give you a dollar. Sing this theme song. I mean, like, there's there's just like a, a trend with this, with the way this the dub is for this movie, which, like, you know, we were talking about how, like, when Tuxedo Mask first shows up and he's like, I am going to say all my words like this. And I'm not going to take a breath. And I don't know what I'm saying, but uh, hey, this is, uh, I'm just saying things to you, but uh, hey, what is, I'm done. <laughs> he doesn't take a single breath in the entire first part of his introduction you're like oh honey you need to breathe at some point and then when like when haruka shows up and she does her attack for the first time he's like you're in his power <laughs> like it does well, not sound like world shaking at all <laughs> later on she's lying she's like it's the most phoned in like acting i've ever heard so bad like it's comical it's like that bad oh it is like i was laughing a lot during yeah but probably not for the reasons they wanted me to oh no of course not um although like yes the hilarity of the introduction of tuxedo mask is is fantastic but it's it's the best i was laughing mainly because he's just like this is my introduction he just doesn't stop to breathe and it bothers me it's like when you're watching actors and they like don't blink you're like blink blink please blink yeah. please blink please blink like i was just asking him please take a breath and then when like he's he's bomber or darian darian ugh, he just sounds like a complete dork when he's like just speaking normally he's like serena but i like you serena <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like some kind of weird no surfer dude, but <laughs> <laughs> it was oh. bizarre. That dub, it that dub is just bizarre. Right? I mean, like Luna is an old British lady. <laughs> yep. Sometimes, sure. like, yeah. Sometimes Serena slash Usagi just becomes British for whatever reason. Like other times, she'll just be normal, and then she's British, and then like Ami slash Amy sounds like an also old British lady for no good reason. Chibiusa, a.k.a. Rennie. Rennie, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like she's like 30 instead of like a nine-year-old. Also, Sailor Mini Moon? Yeah. Is a thing. Yeah. Um, 
it was weird. Uh, Jupes has a few lines that I was like, oh, oh boy. <laughs> it's kind of uh, weird that like I actually thought the way that like Jupes' uh, original voice actor was probably the most similar to how she is like now in the in the in the uh, Viz English dub. Oh, totally. They actually sound very similar. It's just delivery of the lines. Yeah. Which is uh, also like something that like. When they, whenever I heard like Haruka speak, it was so weird to hear her like have a feminine voice, yeah, compared to like have like you know the androgynous voice that she usually has with both the Japanese and English dub. So that was something that was real like what? <laughs> yeah, you can't really keep the ambiguity of like is she a guy or is she a girl, and she like clearly is speaking as a woman. Yeah, I I, I don't know because I never went back and like looked at how specifically they they use her character i mean i know like they change her and meet her to cousins to get around like the whole them being in a relationship but i don't know how they actually tackle that yeah if they even like address that question or not so oh <sighs> anyways it was oh and artemis also just sounded awkward <laughs> yeah like he didn't even sound like any kind of bizarrity he just sounded weird I mean, when you go from JYB to this, it's it's a little hard. Downgrade. <laughs> let's go. Let's let's talk about a little bit of the backstory of this film. All right, let's do it. Uh, this originally came out in Japan on December fourth, nineteen ninety four. Christmas film. So just in time for Christmas, and then originally was released in North America on VHS. For the kids out there, those were big cassette tapes that you would put into a cassette pl- or a, a VHS player. They don't player. know what a cassette tape is. Those were big tapes. You know, they were these were before DVDs. Like they had film in them. <laughs> uh, it was released on VHS on August thirty first, nineteen ninety nine, in Japanese with English subtitles. Uh, later released uncut on a bilingual yes. DVD on May twenty third, two thousand, and with another VHS that contained an edited version of the English dub. And then also re-released on DVD on January 6, 2004, under like, hey, this is our signature series. Uh, an edited version of the film appeared on Toonami on November 9th, 2001. And I think the version we watched was like the unedited version, because we'll get into that a little bit later, because there were some specific things that they cut out of the of the film that well, now I'm curious. was in there. Uh, and then also, Viz has licensed this, licensed this film, and they're going to put out an English dub of this eventually at some point. So that's going to come out probably sometime in the near, near future. It'll it'll probably, if they're going off of what they did with Sailor Moon R, the movie, it'll get a theatrical release, and then they'll put it out on home video. So there's Neat. that. And then just like some backstory in the production, which I think is actually kind of interesting. Uh, the movie is based off of the side story, Princess Kaguya's Lover, that's in the uh, one of the Sailor Moon side story manga volumes i think it's in the second one uh and like one of the things actually is interesting about this film is that naoko takeuchi was not involved with the first film the sailor moon r movie and basically she was not like she wasn't happy with how that movie went like came to be so she was like okay i'm going to be involved in this one and then like this says that she she basically just wrote the story all like at once (laughs) yeah She she modeled the antagonist, the queen or the snow queen Kaguya, after an mm-hmm. art deco antique named Salome, while the snow dancers are modeled after a German china piece, which Takuichi thought resembled a character dancing in a snowstorm. Hmm. And then also on July eighth, nineteen ninety four, she traveled to the Kennedy Space Center in Florida as part of her research and watched the the launch of the space shuttle Columbia. Neat. This also says Which would explain why the space stuff is. Yes, it. that's very true. It also says she enjoyed working on the film and liked the overall result, particularly Luna's transformation sequence. Ah. So there you go. Some interesting little tidbits about the film in general, and we'll get into some more after we talk about the plot. Plot, plot. Which essentially, like, this is kind of like three episodes in one because it's only like an hour long. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily a long film no but i mean like for a little like contained story it gets it gets the point across pretty quickly um like i guess one of the the downsides of this is that like i don't have like the 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 side stories volume that this is in so i don't have like a reference point of like okay this is what they did in the manga compared to the movie and all that sort of stuff so that's kind of a downside mm-hmm. but we'll just do what best we can and just talk about the film in general which i, I should ask like 
putting the dub aside, what <laughs> you, I know that's a hard thing to do. What did you actually think of the film? I mean, I thought it was good. Um, I, I enjoyed it. it. Like you said, it was like a long episode of Sailor Moon. The dub was a little hard to get past. <laughs> right. But, um, you know, I, as a person that really likes space stuff, I thought that was a really cool inclusion. And actually getting some, like, insight into Luna was neat. Yeah. I think because... that's, like, I think it's one of the things that, like, the side stories specifically do interestingly well is that, like, they'll they'll focus in on, like, other characters that aren't just, like, the main five. Yeah, well, because Luna, up until this point, and everything that I know of her, has just been kind of, like, the mentor character. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time that I see her doing something that, like, she really wants to do. Right. And, like, having her own motivation separate from Sailor Moon and that crew. It was cool. Um, I also just like that there was this dude who had, like, randomly, like, five freaking degrees. Just, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, I'm going to pet this kitty cat. And I'm like, that would be me. Saving a kitty from getting ran over. Yeah. Yeah, I'd do that. And then, like, put a little cute little bow on her and feed her and make sure she doesn't have a fever anymore. It's true. Um, one thing that I thought was weird is that, um, like, Mamaru, Tuxedo Mask don't really have much of a role in this movie. Yeah. He's just kind of there. He's like the arm candy at certain points. Which I think kind of, that's something that happens in, like, the original anime as well, where he just is kind of there. Mm-hmm. Because you have, to, I think, I'm fairly sure about this, but, like, he doesn't necessarily have, like, the same powers that manga slash crystal Tuxedo Mask has in the original uh, that anime. that makes sense. He just throws roses at people. He throws roses and he has his stick. Ah. Like, I don't think he has, like, Tuxedo a Smoking Bomber in this, mm-hmm. unless he gets it, like, later on in the two seasons I haven't watched of the original anime. But as far as I'm aware, like, he, he still kind of has, like, the psychic abilities and healing abilities, but not necessarily to the same extent as, like, his manga and crystal counterparts. Well, and here's going to be one of the ultimate hot takes. Because I've had several hot takes about about Sailor Moon throughout our other podcast about Sailor Moon. Oh, I don't like the art. (laughs) That is a hot take. Um, It is. Like, the first season and second season of Crystal, in my opinion, has the best Sailor Moon art that I've seen. I don't like the third season. I don't like the original anime art. And I think, I mean, but to put this in perspective, like, this is early 90s anime, yeah, so, like, this is the show that basically kind of propelled the magical girl genre back into prominence after, you know, the 80s where it basically just died out because of oversaturation, so I would assume that this was kind of made, I mean, originally, like, the, the the, the first few seasons of it were made, like, just kind of probably on the cheap. Yeah. Oh, I bet. And of course, like, you don't have, like, you know, the same technology as you do today, so where you can, like, kind of fudge things with CGI and all that stuff, so, I mean, all of this is handmade. And of course, mm-hmm. like, it's this is going to look a little bit better, like, this does look better than the original seasons do, I can tell you that much, because it is a movie, so they're going to put a little bit more into the production values here. But, right. I mean, I can understand, because, like, early 90s, you know, and early to mid-90s anime art style is is basic at times. Like, it, there are some shows that excel at it. Like, I, you could probably say, like, I'd say, like, Cowboy Bebop is one that probably yeah. looks good for being a 90s anime. But there are some, especially, you know, with this show being, you know, 200 episodes and uh, three movies. Like, to get that far and to be able to produce that many episodes, you're going to have to make it a little bit more basic than, let's say, like, a 25-episode run a, ser- a series. I agree. I'm, like I said, I'm just making it known. Yeah, yeah. Um, that I don't care for the art style, but, um, that doesn't necessarily mean that I absolutely hate this because I don't, um, and Jojo is an, a testament to that. Um, I can hate an art style and still enjoy the show. Can you like, since you've seen this now, can you understand kind of what they were going for with the season three crystal art style now? I still hate it. I mean, I'm not saying like you're going to not hate or anything, but can you see like more like, oh, this is kind of what they're trying to invoke? I mean, it, it looks more generic so yeah (laughs) um it just it just 
I don't know. There was a lot of charm in the art of season one and two, and then three is just like some basic, basic white girl Japanese stuff. Um, <laughs> so I mean, it fits because this was kind of basic. Um, because like you were saying, they were making a lot of episodes and they're doing the same thing with the, not as many episodes, but there's more episodes for season three than there were one and two, like in terms well, of turnaround. True. Yeah. Cause it was weekly compared to biweekly. So correct. Yeah. That's what I meant was yeah. that it, it was easier for them to get it out quickly because right. it's a more basic style. Right. Um, I still don't like it. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my hot takes on art. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that original Sailor Moon is like the best looking show out there. So no. And I mean, especially since I've read the manga for the most part now, like I like that art a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it doesn't translate as like true to form in this version as like the first two seasons of Crystal looked more like the manga to me. Yeah, that's fair. Apparently, the Sailor Mood gods want me to choke because I'm trying to choke at the moment. <laughs> How dare you dismiss the original 90s anime? <laughs> oh, let's, uh. let, let's talk about the film, the plot of the film. All right, let's do it. So we have a new big baddie for this, this, this movie. Princess Snow Kaguya, not Kaguya. Kaguya. Which is what the, the dub tries to say, which... <laughs> She's like, I'm a space. I'm gonna send snow to the earth. Ha ha ha! Here's some crystals for you. She's like, she's kind of like um Shiva from Final Fantasy games in terms of like her looks. Yeah, that's true. I was gonna say yeah. she's female Cara's coming back to to All wreak right, havoc on Earth. <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, one of these fragments is found by this space dude who's like just chilling and like he sees something he's like yellow and I was like oh god that's the that's the, the worst first impression you could give me English dub <laughs> uh, he is an astronomer named Kakeru he has like a biology degree and an astronomy degree and some other degree I'm like Jesus like none of those go together he's got other all the degrees science he believes the moon has some cool things on it, like there's a moon princess that he believes in. Wow, imagine that. Who could have thought there would ever be a moon princess? No, it's very surprising. Uh, he finds this crystal, and he's like, okay, cool. This is fine now. I'm going to study this. Meanwhile, uh, our, our fantastic Sailor Guardians are out shopping while the opening theme plays. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're out doing fun stuff, being pals. Luna starts getting sick, and she's like, oh, I'm going to go back home. Don't worry about me. Artemis is like, oh, Artemis, I'll go with you. Home. It's so cute. I was like, no, no, I will go, I will go back home. Don't worry. <laughs> Get a spot the tea. Get a spot the tea. <laughs> and she's like just barely making it. She passes out in the middle of the street, and then someone comes out and just runs out and saves her before she gets run over by a sports car. He, like tackles her. Yeah, and she wakes up and she's in Kakiru's little apartment. And she's like, oh, "I'm sick," and he's like, "Oh, fever heal you." And, like he's patting her down with a wet rag so that she'll stop getting feverish. Yes, and then Luna starts to fall in love with a human. She has a crush. She has a crush. A crush. A crush. A crush. <laughs> Maxwell, do you get crushes on humans? I mean, he was. He was really feeling for luna no that was loki oh sorry wrong cat yeah, loki loki was rubbing his face against the laptop whenever luna was on the screen <laughs> he's got a crush he has a crush uh while luna's there staying she finds out that uh, kakadru has a has a girlfriend named himiko jealous which like we said like the the weird thing about this dub is that like they didn't americanize either of these names so it's a yep. weird thing even though everyone else did but the the thing is with uh, Kakeru and Himiko, like they're having weird problems because Kakeru is jealous that Himiko is going to go into space, and he for some reason cannot rectify the fact that he can be happy for her, but also want to go into space himself. And Luna's I mean... like, "I'm sad." <laughs> Make that more British. I'm sad. <laughs> there you go. My good British accent. It'll 
it'll suffice. Yeah, <laughs> it's as good as we're gonna get. Yeah. Uh, also, the crystals starting to take his power, f- or trying to like make him sick and take his power from him, because it's a bad crystal. It is not like the, our favorite legendary silver crystal trademark copyright restricted. That is good <laughs> and everything. Uh, meanwhile, the princess Snow Kaguya is like, "What's up? Here's my snow people." Eee! Oh my god. They make the most obnoxious sound it's and it's like 90% worst. of the movie. It's just them screeching. It's awful. It, like at first it sounded like a yappy dog. And then like as it just kept going on, I was like, okay, I get the point. Can we please stop? It's terrible. It's awful. It's so annoying. Like I, I like I went back and watched like the the Japanese dub and just to see if like if that was the same because I'd watched this movie before and I was like I don't remember them just screeching throughout the entirety of the film and they just go like q q q q q q q q q q q which like why wouldn't you just keep that instead of just horrible screeching? <laughs> yeah, it was awful. I mean, I guess I would be more scared of like the world ending if there was that screeching, but like everyone was frozen, ugh. so yeah, and it was just terrible and really annoying to watch. So we get uh, transformation sequences here, which are weird. Most, it's not. I mean, the, the transformation sequences are the same, but the way they call them out is very strange. Yeah. Because like the delivery on them is just like bad. There's like 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 Ami's. This is like Mercury Star Power. <laughs> it's so long and drawn out because like they always. I mean, they cut out like uh blank star power and then makeup so they cut out makeup so i guess they they figured they had to like just draw them out as long as they could to fill that gap it's bad so basically everyone transforms uh and then they they try to fight these things usagi and chibiusa get caught up in like one where it just spins around them makes them dizzy and then Usagi just completely misses on the guess of who where the actual one is and then almost gets completely obliterated until Tuxedo Mask shows up as Santa Claus. <laughs> and the that very so infamous weird. where he wishes you a Merry Christmas and rips off the Santa costume and becomes Tuxedo <laughs> Mask and a Happy New Year. And then never breathes. Iconic. It's an iconic moment. Also, the outer senshi are just having a having a spot of tea. Just chilling in like a cafe, and then like ice comes through, and they're like, "Oh, this is bad. We should go help." Because <laughs> that's what the mom trio does. They just hang out, and then oh, something bad happened. Well, I guess we'll go help. Uh, so yeah, they they they're able to kind of fend off one of the the snow dancers, and everything kind of becomes less icy, which everyone just like unfreezes, and they're like, "Huh? Okay. Eh, whatever." <laughs> okay. It's another day in Juban. <laughs> so that was our first encounter with the enemy. Meanwhile, uh, Kakiru is getting sicker. Luna's getting more concerned. Himiko's like trying to heal him, or at least make him less sick. And she kicks Luna out at one point. Luna's like, oh no, I'm so sad. British. <laughs> Top of the morning. Oh, uh, what else? What else happens <laughs> in between? Everyone's hanging out at one point, and they're like, "Oh, Luna's not here. That's weird." Anyways, meh, meh. missing cat, missing cat. And then also at one point they're like, oh, Artemis is real sad too. He loves Luna. And then he's like, like, what? What? I had no idea. It's like, how did you miss that? God, Usagi, you not ever pay attention to anything? No. Other than Mamaru? She's like, I was too busy looking at Tuxedo Mask's butt. (laughs) Pretty much. And then everyone's like, oh, I wish I had a boyfriend. And Usagi's like, you guys must be real jealous of me, huh? <laughs> and they turn her back and like, fuck her. She's just, she keeps on breaking well, like this. <laughs> Don't get Jupiter saying, like, her ex-boyfriend, Tom, was a hunk. Tom. <laughs> You're more upset about Tom than hunk? 
<laughs> I mean, it's both real dumb, but still. <laughs> Tom. He was a hunk as she falls backwards and like dreams about him. Weird. It was a very weird experience. It was a very weird experience. <laughs> Is this her senpai that she's always talking about? I mean, probably. T- old Tom senpai. Old <laughs> Tom senpai. <laughs> God. I can't. I can't even. There's one point where... Usagi and Mamoru are just sitting on a bench and then Usagi gets real mad because she thinks Mamoru is like sick of her for some reason because Usagi gonna be Usagi. Yeah, it was bizarre. Um, it, I don't even remember like the context of it. She's like, are you tired? I mean, you don't ever want to be around me. Are you just doing this out of obligation? I'm like, girl, calm down. He's like, oh no, no, I'm just, it's fine, it's fine. Just kidding. Uh, hey, I'm Darian. What? <laughs> basic <laughs> and at least to like this weird conversation that Luna has with Usagi where she's like what do you and Darian usually talk about <laughs> what's it like to kiss is it like an ice cream cone yeah, ice cream cone she's like we have intellectual conversations and then he falls asleep I'm like yeah intellectual conversations is that what the kids are calling it these days excuse me she has the purity chalice there, there, there's nothing going on between them <laughs> They have a literal child eventually. In the future, yes. Not now. Yeah, but they might practice. We know for a fact they practice. We've seen it. <laughs> uh, I don't remember how explicit they get in the, in the original anime, though. So I doubt they're very explicit in the original anime. Well, I mean, but they're yeah. pretty explicit in the manga and Crystal that yeah. they went to the Bone Zone. The Bone Zone is open. Bone Zone party of two. So Luna asks... Usagi, all these things, and then... Ice cream kisses. Ice cream kisses, because she's trying to figure out what her feelings are. And she goes back and sees uh, Kakiru. He's still sick. And then... This is when uh, Princess Snow Kaguya comes back and is like, I'm going to get my crystal back! Ha ha ha! I have my crystal now! Well, she also realizes... Uh, Luna realizes how much that he loves his astronaut lady right. at that point, because of the picture. And then Usagi, like, self-stalks Luna, <laughs> tries to figure out where she's going. Yeah, it's mega-stalking. And then we get the crystal back, and the and, uh, Kagi is like, I, This crystal stole your power, now it's more powerful. Ha, 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 your entire room is full of snow. <laughs> Yay! And then Usagi's <laughs> trying to break in, and I'm like, break the door. Well, I don't think she You're- would, there's nothing around her that... She would be able to break the window open with. She's a literal superhero. I know when she's Usagi. Well, she could become not Usagi and go break the door and then become Usagi again. That, that takes out the drama of her reveal when she comes in during the fight. <laughs> uh, she really wanted to save him. Also, I'm sure she'd find a way. You'd yeah. find something to break glass if you're really desperate. I mean, that that whole thing was like on a staircase. I don't know. Like, there wasn't anything that would be probably around that would be really useful. I don't know. Useful. Maybe he was really into potted plants. And there, there was no potted plants the there. Okay, maybe. But you think a potted plant is going to bust through a giant glass door? I mean, according to Big Bang, it can murder a man, so. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> uh, so that happens, and then Kaguya sends about sends a bunch of her snow dancers to earth and freezes everything and you get screech 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 and all over the place it's so awful and like the first people that 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 come up to fight kaguya is the outer senshi which is weird because there's like oh hey what's up we're here to to fight you sup folks yeah it was it was bizarre but i mean sure and then the the rest of the sailor guardians show up you get moon mercury or not Mer- moon, moon yet. You get Mercury, Mars, Jupes, and Venus. They all show mm-hmm. up, and then they're all just getting their butts kicked. And then here comes Sailor Moon. She's like, what up? I'm here. You're going to get your butt kicked. Where was Chibi? She shows up with Tuxedo Mask later on. Oh, okay. I was like, Chibi's missing the whole dang time. Yeah, she's just gone. Not useful at all. <laughs> she's just there to, to, to be there, I guess. She's, she's like Mabru in that sense. She's just there to Basically, be there. She's just there. Yeah. Mini moon. Mini moon. Ugh. So yeah, Sailor Moon shows up and 
she tries to attack Princess uh, Kaguya and doesn't really do much to her. And she's like, okay, well, everyone else is beat up. Uh, this isn't working. What if I transform into Super Sailor Moon? Spoilers. Spoilers for you. <laughs> yeah. So she pulls out the Purity Chalice. Oh, my God. And transforms into Super Sailor Moon. Uh, she tries to use Rainbow Moon Heartache. Doesn't really work. And then she's like, uh, oh, yeah, I got the Silver Crystal reg uh, registered trademark copyright on me. Uh, what if I just pull that out magically and we just use that? Everybody's like, no. No. I mean, to be fair, anytime like you have to use the Silver Crystal, like something bad's about to happen. So. All right, fair. And that usually leads to, like, everyone dying, so they're probably like, we don't want to go through this we, again. We died once, we don't want to die again. What about my hunky ex-boyfriend Tom? I'll what never about Tom? <laughs> so everyone holds hands around Sailor Moon, she holds up the, the silver crystal, and... That was actually a really pretty shot, like... Yeah. I know I was knocking the animation earlier, but that was really neat how it had, like, everybody kind of, like, glowing and their, like, transformation kind of colors. Mm -hmm. But then, like, they had their bows, and it was neat. It was yeah. doing the circles. I liked it a lot. Like, essentially, it was, was a best. it was a different version of, like, the Sailor Planet Attack powers that they, they use on occasion. But this one was just, I guess, used to make the silver crystal a lot more powerful and that basically takes out snow kaguya and hooray we did it yay we win snow is gone winter is over um i think that's the opposite of um game of thrones yes. ow please don't bite me <laughs> someone's mad you're talking mess about game of thrones Maxwell's mad that I'm talking shit about Game of Thrones. Here's a spoiler alert. Game of Thrones is bad. <laughs> oh, Maxwell. Hot take. Anyway, sorry. I was being brutally attacked uh, by I, I my, apologize. my flat face <laughs> child. Uh, after Princess Nokagi is defeated, Usagi is like, I wish for Luna to transform into a human girl for one night. <laughs> She's her fairy godmother. Pretty much. And then, like, you see these, like, light being, like, boop, and it just, like, comes down where Luna is, where she's with uh, Kakiru, because Kakiru decided to go out into, like, the, into the open and just pass out in the middle of a yeah, street somewhere. Yeah, he falls somewhere. face first in the snow. <laughs> and then Luna gets caught up with this light beam, carried up into the sky, and then she transforms into a human. And I asked you, I'm like, is she trying to, like, space murder him? But I guess not. No, just take him around space. I mean, I guess so, but, like, I, I don't understand how he breathes, but I guess, you know, he really wanted to see space, so she took him to space. Yep. She's like, I'm Princess Kaguya, but she still has, like, her crescent mark and the bow, and he's like, you're Luna, what? <laughs> <laughs> so he gets to fly around space a little bit, and then Himiko's up in space as well, because she's on her space shuttle doing some repairs or something out there and she sees them fly by and he's like oh, what's that could it be was he right all along so yeah now spoiler you, alert he was yes sort of sort of <laughs> sort of so now you know the genesis of human luna which we talked about uh in the one of the later episodes of season one of crystal when luna basically randomly transforms into human luna and you're like what the what is that yeah I didn't a, understand it. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing because like that's basically them in Crystal. It's just them kind of be like, here's a callback because here Luna actually has a human form compared to when the manga originally came out. She didn't, so let's just insert it there. But here is the genesis of Human Luna, like the band. Yeah, the band Human Luna. No. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, after that, everything's hunky dory. Himiko has returned from Earth, from from space, not from Earth. <laughs> and, and these reporters are like, "So, what was it like in space?" And she's like, "I saw Princess Kaguya on the moon." They're like, "Ho ho ho, you jokester, you!" Ho, ho. <laughs> and she spies uh, Kakiru, and they go hug, while 
Usagi and Luna are kind of like above them. Luna drops a present to them. And that's pretty much it. And then Artemis shows up. It's like, I'll always be by your side. And there's like, oh, Artemis. Let's wiggle our tails together. You're so cute. They're, they're soulmates. We know that they're going to make a little kitten eventually. Yeah. Which in the 90s anime, like they don't. Like, or, um, Diana is not around for the third season, so, like, she isn't Crystal, so it's probably why, like, they have this weird, that's probably why they placed it here, and that's why it's, like, weird that, like, those two would have, like, some, like, relationship issue, because, like, in Crystal, they're just like, yep, we're together, that's cool, whatevs. <laughs> but, yeah, that is, uh, that's Sailor Moon S, the movie. A.K.A. Sailor Moon S the movie, Hearts in Ice. Is that what the subtitle is? Yes. For the oh, English I, release. I'm sorry. I watched this entire thing. I didn't know it had a subtitle. Yep. Interesting. Let's talk about... I, I liked it. How I, I liked it. Weird dubs. <laughs> anyway, continue. I'm sure like once this is dubbed like from Viz, you'll probably like it a lot more. Oh, I guarantee. It's, as long as they keep the screeching out, that'd be nice. I would assume they probably will. I'd hope, because for the most part, like they usually, if like there's sound effects, they'll just they'll take it from the the Japanese. So I'd assume yeah. that they'll probably just keep that. Okay, that would well, make sense. Um, I look forward to Viz dubbing it because yeah. I think I'll, I'll. I mean, I liked it, but I think I like it way more. But it was more of a comedy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, let's talk about changes. I think actually, like, before we get into that, like, one thing I was actually kind of surprised by was that, like, there was a lot of, like, the original Japanese music, mm-hmm. like, backing music in here. I was, because I, I was figuring a lot of it would just be replaced by whatever the Deke dub had in terms of music. But, like, uh, the transformation uh, music was the same as the Japanese, uh, the uh, Outer Senshi theme was the same, the, the crazy yeah, violin music. Is it, like, when... Um... When Chibi transforms, they have like Chibi Moon. Yeah, that's going. the that's the that's her transformation theme. Yeah, and then they call her Mini Moon later. I'm yeah, like, they literally yeah. just said Chibi Moon <laughs> in her theme song. Yeah, so that's that was weird. Let's talk about some trivia. All right. As we usually do after we talk about an episode, uh, like we said, the movie was based on the Lover of Princess Kaguya and was the only original Sailor Moon to be based on the on the manga. The movie featured a tailor-made astronaut's helmet for Usagi, which had two small spheres protruding from the helmet to accommodate her Odongo, as revealed from her imagination. <laughs> this is the only time in the original anime where Luna's human form was shown. That makes sense. Silver crystal power, which is the, the final attack that they use, was only used in this movie. Ever? Ever. Wow. Fancy. Let me double check that. At least probably the Well, I mean, ever in the original. Yeah, I think it's right? it's only used here. Wow, okay. Uh, due to the presence of the three outer senshi, Chibiusa, and the Holy Grail, as well as the winter break being mentioned, this most likely took place somewhere around episode 122 of season three, before... <coughs> I can't talk about this. <laughs> spoilers. So in the middle of where we are, essentially, um, things are about to happen in season three, and it's right around there. Yeah, I don't know where episode 122 is actually is. I would probably assume. Oh, episode 122 is like right at the end, so oh, <laughs> of season three. Okay. But it's basically where like uh, you are fighting. They're fighting the third or fourth member of which is five at that point. So pretty much where we actually are in in crystal per se so this is actually kind of a good place for us to watch this on all honesty okay good uh in the first english dub the song moonlight Densetsu was replaced with nothing at all which i believe is the english version of the opening or something else i don't know oh it's the Hmm. ending song so apparently there was a version of this film that they um they replaced the ending theme with something else, with an English version of of something, huh? Which we didn't get. Okay, yeah, we didn't get that. We got the terrible, terrible. Yes. Uh, Luna's transformation into her human form was partially cut from the English dub due to the nudity present in that scene. 
Oh my. Because you totally just see her butt. Yeah. Kitty butt. Uh, in the manga version, Princess Snow Kaguya was destroyed by Rainbow Moon Heartache, while in the original anime version, she was destroyed by a convergence attack performed by all nine sailors since she called Silver Crystal Power. So that's a little bit different. So I guess, like, Silver Crystal Power is just literally for this. <laughs> wow. And nothing else. Uh, Chibi Yusa is giving a full transformation sequence, unlike her short ones in Sailor Moon S. So I think the, the transformation sequence she has is the one that she used in Season 4 onward. Mm-hmm. Because in, in regular Sailor Moon S, it's just like, she you see her transformation brooch, and then, like, you see a picture of her, and, like, it fades out. Or, like, it kind of, like, fades in her costume and then fades back into, like, the, the scene itself. There's no actual transformation sequence. But here, that's the transformation sequence. Okay. Uh, the movie had two versions in the first English dub with the title Hearts of Ice. One version aired on television and was released on VHS, which include Deke's music and censorship to the Sailor Senshi transformations. The second version was released on DVD with uncut content and had most of the original music, though it still used the opening song from the dub with the English language track, which that's the version we watched. So the okay. uncut version. So wh why did they edit out some of the transformations also butts? Probably because, yeah, because you, you, you definitely kind of see like the you see butts. Yeah, that was one thing I was really upset by is that like you straight up see Jupe's butt and you never see that in Crystal. Well, I mean, you do like. You don't see butt cheek. No, 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 I, no. I'm like you do when like they haven't like transformed. Like it kind of like goes to, like that weird silhouette form of them. Yeah, but that's. But different. like, yeah, like, you do kind of like see like actual button. This I was like, that's I don't remember that being a thing, in that transformation weird. sequence though. I didn't like it because I mean in silhouette form I I get that because everybody's in silhouette and you just kind of see their ambiguous body parts. Mm -hmm. But I mean this was like jupes in full outfit skin. Let's see her butt. Yeah, I, I don't I don't understand that. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, I know in the manga that I read, like she constantly, the author constantly had an issue with like butt shots and panty shots, that she hated it. Yeah. So like, it, it's it a weird thing that would yeah that would be included. I'd have to yeah. go back and watch like her transformation sequence specifically to see if like that's the same as it is in season three, but I didn't remember that. So like when I saw it, I was like, and you mentioned, it, I was like, oh, huh, that's yeah. hmm. It's a little strange. Booty. Uh, crisis makeup was, which is the uh, the call out for when Sailor Moon transforms into Super Sailor Moon. Spoilers. Mm -hmm. Was dubbed in English as Super Moon Crisis Power instead of Moon Crisis Power, like the Cloverweight dub of Sailor Moon S. The word reform was added at the end of Rainbow Moon Heartache in the first English dub. And Princess No Kaguya's ominous theme songs would later be the theme songs to Queen Nelania. I forget how to pronounce her name, on Super <laughs> S and Sailor Stars, which are season four and season five. Ah. And we got some goofs. Actually, we got one goof. And some of the shots during the fight with Princess Nokaki, a Sailor Pluto's Sailor Fuku mistakenly had shoulder pads attached to it. <laughs> they done goofed. <laughs> uh, I guess it could be worse. Yeah, it could be worse. That's the thing. <laughs> God. So yeah, that is that's it. This was our our Christmas extravaganza. Our Christmas extravaganza. You got your it first take of the English dub, as did I, and you also got your first take of the original '90s anime. Yep. A lot of first all round. It it was it was fun, despite the fact that it wasn't like my fave. It was a lot of fun, and honestly, it was worth it just to see. Mamoru as Santa like I've seen the gifts it's iconic <laughs> it's, it's iconic seeing it in action I'm like you know what yes <laughs> also I'm looking forward to seeing like how Usagi gets her, her super suit now because it's pretty yeah like you, you, you still have no context of where she actually gets that from well I mean you kind of told me but I don't know exactly well, like how, how it yeah happens. yeah exactly so so um it gives you something to look forward to. Yeah, like that's a. Uh, there's some pretty cool things you still have yet to, to know. So like I, I I forgot like she transforms the Super Sailor Moon in this. I was like, oh oh crap. <laughs> You're like spoilers. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I knew she was gonna do it eventually because it's in the opening of Crystal. And you'd seen it actually outside of Sailor Moon as well. So. I did. I saw it in a Korean drama. 
<laughs> you know, the one place you obviously get spoilers from. Obviously. It was weird. There was like a live action Sailor Moon and I was like, wait a minute. Good. <laughs> so yeah, that is that's Sailor Moon as the movie. Uh according to Wikipedia, the Viz dub is still gonna be like everyone you know, so they don't have anyone yeah. for like the, the new characters because obviously technically it hasn't been like announced for release or anything, so Right. We don't know who's gonna be like uh Kaguya or Kakeru or Himiko or anything like that, but everyone else is gonna be the same, so like you obviously if you've seen the Viz dub at all, like the quality is there. Like that dub is real, real good, so I would assume it's gonna be the same here and then obviously it's gonna be in like a probably it'll look better once it comes out because it'll be like remastered and, and high def and all that stuff, so that'll be also good things to look forward to, but yeah. It's a fun movie. I like it. It was. It was a. It was a really fun ride. It's like a roller coaster. It's a fun ride. Uh, it should be British, not Southern. It's like a roller coaster. It's a fun ride. Ice cream. Ice cream. Kisses are not like ice cream. I don't know where she got that. She's a cat. Other than the fact that it says melt. <laughs> She's a cat. She doesn't understand. Yeah, that's true. Maxwell, you don't understand kisses either, do you, buddy? <laughs> uh, he so. just like leaned on me with his full weight after I said that so I guess <laughs> I offended him <laughs> how dare you so yeah do you, do you have anything else you want to say or should we just uh, wrap wrap up um, last thing I want to say I mentioned it earlier but um, Loki was in my room when I was watching it and anytime Luna was on the screen he was like rubbing his face <laughs> on my laptop to the point where he actually drooled on my laptop a little bit so I've learned now that my cat has a crush on Luna. There you go. Yeah. Get him so. a Luna plushie for Christmas. Fun facts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, now we can wrap it up. Now we can wrap it up. Uh, like a present. Like a present, yes. So ah. Have a good Christmas to all of those out there who celebrate it. If you like the other holidays out there, have a happy one of those as well. There's so many holidays, so have happy all of the holidays. Happy all of the holidays. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't celebrate any holidays, just have a good December. Yeah, true. Don't get too cold, or if you're where it's warm, don't stay too warm. <laughs> it's in the 80s. Ugh. It's gross. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of Jared and Al Watch Present Sailor, or Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA, not Sailor Moon Crystal. <laughs> So used to saying that. See, you're so confused about the Sailor Moon. I am. Uh, for more from us, go to seasonalanimecheckup.com or sac.cool for past episodes of this. You can check out Jared and I watch Sailor Moon Crystal if you want to hear us talk about more Sailor Moon. Hot takes. Because there's a lot out there that we have to talk about. There's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, and then past episodes of this as well. For more from Anladium, go to anladium.com where you can get all her cool stuff. Like columns and reviews. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime checkup, where we do tweets and stuff. Tweet, tweet. Tweet, tweet. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash SACOVA if you want to support our very podcast and be like, get uncensored versions of this episode. Like, do you think it's 90s and anime? And we're like, coming soon, it's the uncut version of this <laughs> podcast. And it would be a good holiday present for us. That's true. What better way to spend your holiday than by being like, hey, I want to support this cool podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I like these guys. I'll give them a Christmas present by giving them a dollar every month. Yeah. We'll be like, oh, we appreciate you. You're wonderful. And then next week, it will be the final episode of 2017. It will be. I've been working on my list, checking it twice. Going to find out what's good and what's not. That doesn't even rhyme, Jerry. Well, I don't care. <laughs> uh, we are going to wrap up 2017 by obviously doing a recap of 2017 with our special Game of the Year episode where we're going to count down both of our lists of Games of the Years and we're going to talk about some awards here and just, you know, reminisce about 2017 and video games. The Specifically in video games because it's the only place in... The entirety of the year that didn't suck. Yes, I was about to say, the one part of 2017 that wasn't just hot garbage. <laughs> the shining beacon of hope of 2017 <laughs> was video games. 
So yeah, we will be. Uh, we'll we'll tell you. We'll tell you what the best games of 2017 were. Yep. This is the in our opinion. These are the only opinions that matter. The only truthful opinions you'll find on the internet. <laughs> how many? Uh, how's your how's your list going? Oh, we don't even want to talk about it. I still have to finalize my list. I have like the middle section that I can't finalize because I am waiting on. I'm waiting on an episode of a game to come out this Wednesday. Well, in this past Wednesday, when the time this comes out, so I can't rank mm-hmm. everything yet. <laughs> uh, I have a list of things that I've played, and I have some of them ranked, but I can't decide if I'm going to do a five list or a ten list. And if yeah, I do, do that, it's going to make. Oh, I know. I last year I did a seven. Yeah, you list. could do a seven list if you want. <laughs> but um, it'll just be very different depending on what I end up. Because I have the four slots locked in. Like, top four are locked. I have top three but, locked. And nine but and depending ten locked. On, oh, wow. <laughs> depending on um, if I do five or seven or ten or whatever, fifth can be a little Up in the little air. wiggly. Yeah. yeah. The best thing about Game of the Year is that you get to set your own criteria and lists and rules of what you want. So. It's true. And no one can like argue said, about I've, it. I just have, like, a list... Um, so I, I have a fun fact about me. I keep um, notebook paper with me, like little hand sized notebook paper mm-hmm. in my purse at all times. And so um, I just have like a tiny sheet of paper where everything's just written out. And it's like front and back notes of like things that I've played this year. And like some things are crossed out and some things are numbered and it's a process. That's basically kind of what I do. Like I have a word document that I'll keep out usually throughout the year it's like all right here's what i've played and then once i get down to the town to this part of the year i'll just go through and like okay that game's not making it that game's not making it. just cross out things out and then just whittle that list down to 10 yeah but you did it throughout the year and i'm having to remember what i played well, technically, i didn't start this year. list until like two months ago so oh okay <laughs> which basically well, is just me going through like all my trophy lists and like being like okay did I, what did i play this year because <laughs> i forget yeah like i said my top four are locked there is no changing that. I, I think my top four might be locked. Number four is, I'm pretty sure on it, but I'm just I'm just waiting to see with the other game. Yeah. But yeah, like just whittling it down to ten for me was tough. Like I got down, it's to, tough. I got down to fifteen, and I was like, okay, I can make some cuts here. Once I got down to like twelve, that was when I was like, oh boy, that's mm, this is rough. <laughs> I think like you're gonna see my list and be like, there's some there's some stuff in here that I'm not expecting to be missing. All right. So, yeah. So, tune in next week. You'll get to hear the top 10 best games from me, the top whatever number of games from Al, <laughs> and also some bonus awards like, what's the most disappointing game of 2017? Oh, I know the answer to that. What's the best old game of 2017? I know the answer to that one, too. Hmm. Hmm. Curious what you think of that. Best yeah, anime game. I'm sure you are. Best moment. Okay. Ah. Best surprise. And the most specific award, which you will probably guess, best multiplayer re-release that is better played with shuffled music. Because <laughs> 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 I figure, like, with how much that game has given us this past year, like, that game deserves an award. It does deserve an award. It really, really does. Because um, I'm, I'm not going to put it in the top ten because it's a re-release. Correct. So, like... This is the only way it's going to get any sort of recognition. And also, by association on my list, you will also get Best Atome of the Year. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to. You should. That's amazing. I'm all about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I have answers to most of those, so I'm, I'm ready to go. All right. Well, tune in next week, and we will we'll discuss all that and... Maybe you'll be right about some and wrong about others. Who knows? <laughs> you have a week to bring in your predictions. As soon as your predictions end to us on Twitter at Anime Checkup. I'm actually curious if anybody would like guess what some of ours are. I mean, they probably could, considering what we've talked about this year. Sure. There's some that are going to be like, okay, yeah, that's a lock. That's going to be on both of our top ten. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. It's going to be a fun episode. I'm very much looking forward to it. I'm not looking forward to writing up things about every single one of these games. That's the that's the hard yeah, part. I'm not I'm not either, but <laughs> whoops. But talking about them, that's going to be that's going to be a fun time. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs>